this episode... Uh, shipwrecked off the coast of a town called Hartlepool. Citizens of Hartlepool uh, hadn't actually seen a monkey before and they actually hadn't seen a French person before. So they just assumed this is what French people look like. Convicted of being a spy are colloquially known as monkey hangers. Fast forward to 1999. I'm just having a name blank. Mascot. Thank you. The pay probably was a, a great improvement from mascot to mayor. Nominated to be in the top mayors of the world. Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your business story repertoire. Hi, everybody. I'm Sean Callahan, And hi, everybody. I'm Mark Shank. Now, Mark, I've been meaning to say this, but for all our listeners, we'd really love if you could, you know, rate and review our podcast. We've been told this is important, right? And it also just helps, uh, you know, people find us. And you know, we, you know, we really want to spread this word of of uh, getting people to share stories to make their point, especially in organizational settings. So yeah, rate, review, uh, share, whatever you like. Subscribe. I think that's the other option as well. Subscribe. Yeah. Uh, so and here anyway. we are thinking that just having great content is enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's where we're at. Um, story. I've got a story. Let's hear it. So, let it rip. Let it rip, as they say. So this this story requires a little, like a tiny backstory, if you like. So as legend would have it, uh, during the Napoleonic Wars, uh, so this is where British the Brits are fighting the French, there was a French ship that was uh, shipwrecked off the coast of a town called Hartlepool. Hartlepool's up in the northern parts of um, England on the northeast coast. And all accounts, everyone lost their life, except one body was washed up to shore uh, who was still alive, but this person was not a person, it was a monkey. Uh, chimpanzee. This person was a monkey. <laughs> this person was a monkey. And but the citizens of Hartlepool um, hadn't actually seen a monkey before, and they actually hadn't seen a French person before. So they just assumed this is what French people look like. <laughs> a little bit hairier, not a great stature, mind you. They're a lot shorter back then. Uh, people generally, and and when. You know, gibber, chim- gibberish. Yeah, well, the, they couldn't understand a thing this uh, chimpanzee <laughs> said. So ju- they just figured that, well, that's French, you know, like we don't understand French and he's obviously speaking French. Well, it's during the war, so there are big high suspicions going on and so they, they uh, are concerned that he's a spy and so they try him in, the you know, the court and, uh, yeah, he's, he's actually... Uh, convicted of being a spy, and they hang him. The, hang on, the monkey is convicted. They, the monkey is convicted oh, no. of spying, and and they hang this poor monkey. Uh, and from that point forward, people from Hartlepool are colloquially known as monkey hangers. Right <laughs> now, apparently, they really lean into this uh, this moniker, uh, but. Now, fast forward. So this is the story I want to tell you without a background. Fast forward to 1999 and the Hartlepool uh, United Football Club is uh, looking to add a, you know, uh, a, I'm just having a name blank. Mascot. Thank you. Thank you. The mascot, adding a mascot 
to their club. And of course, they wanted to be a monkey. So they, they hire a fellow, put him in a monkey suit, and they call this, uh, this particular mascot Hangus, Hangus the monkey. Now, Hangus the monkey turns out to be quite a naughty monkey, and he gets into fights with other mascots. He turns up drunk, gets ejected, you know, for all sorts of bad behaviour. Um, and But, you know, generally speaking, people have built a, a connection to this mascot. And then in the early 2000s, the football club thinks uh, it might be a good idea to see if we can get even more publicity. Someone had this idea, this bright spark idea. Why don't we submit Hangus, the monkey, as a candidate for the next mayor election, right? So the, the, the mayor ships up for election. They put him in there. The monkey uh, essentially promises things like everyone gets bananas. Uh, all kids get bananas across the across the city uh, every week at school, and amongst a bunch of other you know sort of crazy uh, incidents and activities he does to to generate interest in his mayorship. Well, on the election day, Angus wins. Angus wins by five hundred votes. He beats the main sort of Labor candidate uh, who is, you know, everyone's just assume will get in, probably didn't put the effort in. Hangus was going full bore, gets the job. Now, of course, they can't give the mayorship to the monkey. They have to give it to the person marrying the monkey suit, who's a young fellow called Stuart Drummond. Now, Stuart Drummond you know, did his university degree in business. He also did languages. He was fluent in French. I think it's kind of ironic. And he hadn't really thought too much about being a politician. But he goes, yeah, why not? Give it a go. So anyway, he gives it a go. And it takes him a little while, you know, a couple, you know, six months or so to get his head around this new job. I, I suspect the, first of all, the um, the pay probably was a, a great improvement from mascot to mayor. But he uh, gets into the swing of it, so to say. And um, and at the end of his term, he decides to get go for re-election, and he gets re-elected. the The townspeople love this mayor. He, he's right, doing. So he a, turns out to be a good mayor. He turns out to be a good mayor. A guy who really cares for the citizens. Who's doing the right thing, and he's out and about, and has a great personality, and people just love him. Anyway, so he gets voted for that second term. Goes through third term. Wins the third term. Right, and each one he's winning it by, you know, an increased majority. Uh, he would have probably won another mayorship beyond that, but they actually changed the whole um, sort of governance arrangement in the city and turned it more into a, you know, leader party type uh, arrangement. So there wasn't a mayor role, but the um, the interesting thing too is he got nominated to be in the top mayors of the world. Right, so he was regarded highly across, you know, much more broadly. And and the other thing is that he's the only British mayor um, to have three consecutive uh, terms back to back. So you know, he set a bit of a record at the same time. So anyway, I heard that. I actually heard this story on Cautionary Tales. Right, it's a podcast that we know we listen to and enjoy. And uh, yeah, I'd recommend you listen to their version of it, right? Because, of course, he does a, a very half an hour version. But, you know, in terms of a little version that you could tell in a business setting, 
Uh, I think this one could be good. I told it last week to a group of young leaders, 18 to 25-year-olds, you know, trying to get across the idea that, hey, you really just got to get a, have an opportunity to lead. And you can never tell who's going to be the good leaders and who's going to be the poor ones, but you need to get your foot in the door. And if that's what you want to do, you know, you never know. You, you can never discount yourself thinking, well, I've got no experience in that, have I? I'm just a mascot. I'm just a mascot. I'm a monkey mascot. <laughs> anyway, there you go. What do you reckon? What uh, oh, do you oh, think of that hilarious. little, that no, little that's ride? That's hilarious. I, I was... I, I so wanted to interact more with that and just laugh and make <laughs> jokes and yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, 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 very entertaining. Like uh, fact is stranger than fiction type yes, of story. No, definitely in that category, right? Uh, yeah, it's an unusual story, and and the story about the hanging the monkey and everything like that. No one can really confirm it. That's why I started the thing by saying, as legend has it. Yeah. Because we don't really know that happened. We know about Stuart Drummond, but we don't know about exactly what happened. But it's it's regarded as, you know, a good legend that everyone perpetuates in that yeah. part of the world. Yeah. And I, I liked how you said and they really leaned into it. Right. Right. Um, you know, like, what, what do they call it? The uh, Hangers. Oh, the no. yeah, the uh, the Hartlepool the, the the monkey hangers. Oh, the right. monkey hangers. Yeah, yes. so they leaned into yeah. the monkey hangers because that then sets up the fact that Hangus, being a naughty monkey, um, actually won their hearts. You know, like yeah, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. They took him to um, took him to heart. On, took him on, took him on as a mascot. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, that was that. That's one of those those. Uh, little things you know they really leaned into it that sets up the understanding of how hangus could actually get elected yes so, yeah that's yeah. right yeah so um yeah i enjoy i enjoy telling the story especially i think there's some key elements in it like the naughtiness of the monkey i think that's oh. important because it contrasts with the job that needs to be done you know as mayor uh, but it also explains why people might be supportive of this monkey um, yeah. Uh, and and I just love that first scene of the monkey being washed up on the shore, right? And, oh, and people not un, not thinking. I, I, I like the way you tried to disguise that it was a monkey originally. Like I know, you know, this I know. individual, a was body, like... a body, right? Yeah, washed up to the shore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. And I noticed you said he was tried and he was could have been a spy rather than saying the monkey. Right, so. Yeah, um, I don't know if it was a he. I would have just. I, yeah. I made that one up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you were to, is there anything else in the story that you you liked or enjoyed? Um, well, I I guess the I, I liked the 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 fact that he turned out to be a good mayor and got elected three times. Right. Yes. The the the, the, the contrast, the surprise. Yes, it's um, a it's like the payout for the. The mm. effort or the the crazy change, yeah. Because it wouldn't be half as good a story if you sort of said he got elected and then, you know, was kicked out after one go. <laughs> yeah, he was hopeless. He was hopeless, yeah. as everyone thought. <laughs> Fighting and drinking, yeah. As everyone thought, he was a bad mayor and a bad. In man. fact, that's something that could add to the story, like right. to make that story even better. Is to go, yeah, like if we. It was a bit of a joke, and no one expected it to actually happen. And 
Well, it's interesting you say that because in the uh, cautionary tales version, there is an element of that. So in the way uh, he tells it, essentially when he gets the, the, when he wins the election, some of the people, some of the senior, you know, sort of uh, leaders of the city sort of say, you're making our city into a joke, right? Yeah. This is disgusting. What you're doing is is the like, and really yeah. laid it on. Um, but in the end, that again, that just amps up the stakes for this guy to get exactly it right. high stakes. Yeah. yeah, 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 and also, yeah, sets yeah, sets uh, you know high stakes. Also sets the contrast. Yeah, yeah expectation. This is just embarrassing. This is mm. hopeless, ridiculous. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Turns out to be really good. Best mayor in the world. That's nominated for best mayor in the world. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty amazing. Um, anything else that we could do to improve that story? Uh, nothing springs to mind. Okay. Okay, what about let's get into business points then, right? Okay. Um, for you, as you're listening to that, well, you know, what would be a business point that springs to your mind? All right. Book, you can't judge a book by its cover. Nice. Yep. Straightforward, and, nice, simple one. And, and it also triggered for me a story that was that I heard in a coaching call just recently. So um lady on the on the call grew up in, in Bega, just south of where I live. And um uh, one of her best friends at the school was this surfy dude. You know, long hair, you know, and skin. late for class, <laughs> you know, would would skive off and go surfing whenever he could, you know. Rarely did his homework, but you know he was. You know he he somehow managed to pass stuff, and he was a terrific. Anyway, this guy turns out he becomes a um, a, a a doctor. You know then a, a specialist. He goes on to um, essentially rally the community to create a new community to get a new hospital built in their region, and and people are going, oh my god, this guy is incredible. Yeah, you know, incredible. And she, but he didn't look like it. <laughs> there was cool. no predictability there, right? No. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, it really sense. triggered that story. Yeah. For me. Yeah. 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 Um, that you, you know, and that's where the you can't judge a book by its cover came from. From that. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually told this story. I I'll probably mentioned to some you know younger folk, uh, eighteen year olds, eighteen to twenty five year olds uh, this week, and I was just trying to get across to them that you kind of need the opportunity to lead. Because it's only when you get the opportunity to lead, you can tell whether you can lead or not, right? And and for these people, they're all doing a leadership program. And I can imagine a lot of them would be sitting there going, oh, look, I really don't have the the ability, the chops to do this, you know. But I think you learn over and over. You can't, like you say, with your book by the cover type idea, you just can't uh, predict it. You can yeah. only, only learn it by doing it. Well, and also, so that and 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 a very closely related but slightly different um, uh, is that you need to seize the opportunity when it comes. Right. Yes. Exactly. Because he could have stepped away from. Mm. He may not have taken up, and then the second person probably would have got the election. Right. The Labor candidate. Yep. But because he sort of said, "Yeah, I'll give this a go," and yep. there, there he had it. So yeah, lean into your opportunities. There's also something about potential here, uh, you know. The, the who knows? Oh, you, you can't just look at somebody and 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 assess their potential. No, no. 
not when it's really complex. I mean, you, even today, you know, we get we see leaders thrust into you know really high level jobs, and some thrive, and others, you know, stumble and fall. Right, and again, you wouldn't really know even at that high levels who's going to do well in the CEO role, for example. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, well, uh, any other points we want to draw out of it, or shall we get straight into some, uh, you know, scoring? Yeah, I'm not thinking of any other business points, so let's let's score. So okay. uh, you told the story, so I get to go first. Okay. And look, I really like this story. I'm going to put it in my story bank. I'm not sure when I'm going to use it. <laughs> it's a seven for me. Seven. I'm giving mine an eight. Eight out of ten. I think this is a solid story. I've already used it. I, I tell you, it's actually quite a good one for social. Uh, oh, social. Well. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. It's just a funny, crazy story that... Um, it certainly gets people raising their eyebrows and wondering, mm, never knew that. Yeah, yeah. And so um, the I, a couple of episodes ago, you told the story about Jean Kelmay, yes. the French lady who yeah, lived yeah. 122. That's yep. another one that is terrific in social situations. It's just it's a ripper. Yeah. Right? But it's also got a business purpose because I had a, a, a one of our program participants, I always encourage him to get in touch with me and, and ask the question. And he did. He said, look, I've got a meeting and I, I I want somebody to, I want to communicate to somebody that rather than, uh, you know, pay you a fee, that we should do this as a partnership. And it's a completely right. different model and they're a bit resistant. And, um, and I'm, and he said, have you got a story? And I said, <laughs> that one popped up, did it? That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I linked him to the Jean Calme story. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Fantastic. Radio. Well, well, uh, just another reminder, just reiterating what Sean said at the start. If you could uh, rate and review and I don't know, like and whatever you, else you do on social media, um, that would be uh, that would be fantastic because what it does is it helps people find the the podcast. Yeah. And uh, our objective is we want to fill people's pockets full of business stories that you can use. So, yeah, if you can help us in achieving it. That'd be great. Fantastic. Well, thanks everyone for listening to Anecdotally Speaking. And of course, tune in next week where we have another story on how to put your stories to work. Bye for now. Anecdotally Speaking was engineered by Dave Stokes from Author to Audio.